0: This podcast is brought to you by the Dolly Varden Trout. The Dolly Varden can be found strumming its acoustic guitar and serenading its lake mates, which with hits such as I Would Always Love You and Islands in the Stream, and of course, fan favorite, Jolene. This is also the only fish in North America to wear a blonde wig. So cheers to you, Dolly Varden. May you live forever in our hearts. Hello, everyone. Hello, my fishy friends, and welcome to another rousing episode of Getting Fishy with It, the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about uh, epic fish games. It's going to be super sweet. But before we talk about the content for today, we're going to get into how everyone's doing. So, Amber, would you like to start?
1: Yeah, sure. I... Don't really have much to say. I was just thinking this as we were going through, I was like, what am I going to talk about? But I guess it is spooky season. So I'm really excited (laughs) about that. And also getting to see my friends at ALAS next week, which hopefully we'll have a future episode on that, explaining what ALAS is and also about like ZHA. So we're all part of Zebrafish Husbandry Association. Um, all zebra nerds here. But <laughs>
2: <Definitely>. <laughs> zebra and zebrafish. I also like zebras. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They go
1: hand in hand for sure.
2: <laughs> they do. But yeah,
1: so definitely looking forward to that. But in the meantime, just chilling and playing lots of Baldur's Gate for oh. any of you out there who play Baldur's Gate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. All the Asterian simps out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have a manner of irresistible desperation about you
1: i like it (laughs) i definitely am one of them so Uh (laughs) (laughs) but yeah what about you christine
2: uh not much new with me speaking of games i have played that fish game we'll talk about a little bit later in the episode but um i'm playing the beta of that and it's a lot of fun you got hooked Oh, yes, (laughs) (laughs) definitely, definitely got hooked, (laughs) but yeah, I've been playing that a bit and uh, just kind of also getting ready for ALAS, doing all the prep for the booth and making sure that we've got our schedule sorted, making sure the presentation that we're going to be doing is good, but other than that, not much, just kind of doing a little bit of leaf peeping here and there, doing some walking, going around and checking out the the leaves as they're starting to change here now, so yeah, that's Mm. about it for me. How about you, Josh?
0: Uh yeah, I had a bunch of fun adventures the last two weekends. So the first adventure was I went to a Renaissance fair with my wife and some of her fam. And it was a super fun time with the exception of the fact that it rained and was cold. So like we could see the potential for it to be incredible cuz I've never been to anything like that, but like the number of people dressed up to not dressed up was probably like 90 percent to 10 percent. you know what i mean oh, like that's how many wow. were dressed up as like barbarians and wizards and freaking you know maybe not wizards but like all sorts of people carrying cool swords and dressed up so it was incredible and we will definitely go again next year when we don't get like so rained out because we were like all like approaching hypothermia actually like, wow hours. yeah oh, is it like
2: normally at the end of the season kind of thing like fall is that when it normally is um so it I think it's a
0: bunch of weekends. We okay. did it for my sister-in-law's birthday, okay. um, for her fortieth. Shout out, Lori. I don't know if she listens, <laughs> but uh she uh so so we we wanted to like do something for her as so her birthday's October, the middle of October um we were like oh like let's just kind of do it the weekend before or whatever so I mean technically we could just do it for her birthday oh I we don't have to do it for her birthday next year we could just do it for whatever reason so we could go in like late August or early September or anytime in September probably be good
2: that's Um, cool yeah there's one in the state here that I keep wanting to go to but it's like in the dead of summer on the weekends and it's just like it's so hot I don't know Oh, mm. I think there's some tree cover though, cause it's like in a forest. So we'll see. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. cool. That's cool though. What was yeah. your other adventure? Sorry.
0: The other adventure is that I went down. So uh, my brother got married down in the, D- in the DC area, like I was in Northern Virginia, basically. Um, so I uh, got a new sister-in-law. It's pretty cool. And while I was down there, I used it as a um, sort of a reason to visit all my old friends because like they happen to be getting married super close to where my old facility was, the old neuroscience facility Mm -hmm. down there. So I like went back and did like a little like uh, coming home tour or whatever, like got to see everyone and stuff like that. And It was a lot more fanfare than I expected, which is kind of cool. Like they had a whole schedule for me. They sent me like Um... an itinerary and I was like, I'm here from 9 a.m. to 4 (laughs) p.m. i showed it to jess because i was like i'll just pop in say hi you know and then i showed it to jess she was like wow this is like an all-day thing (laughs) um but no it was it was a blast it was so fun catching up with people and then just catching up with some personal friends in the area and stuff so um it was it was it was really wonderful and like it felt like three weeks and we were only gone for like five to six days so it <laughs> wow. just goes to show you yeah because of just the way it all went down it was just like a lot of stuff happening so it was very packed but needless to say i'm very tired so <laughs>
2: <laughs> you gotta catch up because you're gonna get tired going to last too so oh, yeah
0: True. after you go to a
2: conference you're like dead for the rest of the year yeah. that's the
0: reason why i'm coming back on friday because i like want to like sleep on the weekend like yeah Otherwise, I would have left on Saturday like you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I get home late on Friday and then first thing in the morning to work the next day on Saturday. I'll just be like dragging oh. the whole day. Oh. I apologize in advance to people who have to see me on Saturday. <laughs> Although, to be honest, when I see people on Saturday, I'm like, I'm usually in the racks feeding the fish. So I'll hear the door open and I peer between the racks like, who the hell's here on Saturday? <laughs> this is my day. This is my day with the fish. No one it's else. Come here. Yeah, leave me you. alone. <laughs> and who I'll go. It's there yeah and i'll be like uh i have stuff i need to do outside the fish room now i'm gonna go do that until that person honestly, leaves
1: <laughs> <laughs> honestly i would go into the fish room before the lights turned on and oh that's in not the allowed <gasps> no where i am it's not
2: allowed you will get oh, in trouble <laughs> no.
1: i know you can't like have light go in there or anything because sure. it could mess with the fish but i guess the way we had it you could also go into like the where all of the, um, like, mechanical stuff is. Sure. So that was, like, a separate room. So you could always go in there and do other stuff. But, yeah, <laughs> it's just, like, it's so nice in there. Like, it's just so dark <laughs> and, like, warm and toasty. Especially That's uh, when it's cold outside.
0: So, like, you're in there and, like, someone walks in and they're going to, like, it. Get- completely the shit scared out of them is that what you're
1: saying
2: Probably, yeah <laughs> the lights we, come on and you're just standing there and they're like what the hell
1: yeah yeah i think that has happened actually it was kind of funny so <laughs>
2: That's hilarious. Yeah, Yeah. I think the only time I've ever been in my fish room when the lights are off is when something bad is happening. So I do not associate it with anything good at all. Oh, (laughs) so the times I've been in there and it's like pitch black, I'm like, "So I'm gonna die. Like this is bad." (laughs) I just love the sound of like the system. Sure, I agree. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, cool. Well, well, should we get started today? Um, We're going to be talking, as Josh mentioned, about video games, specifically fishy video games. And in this case, because there's a lot of them, we're going to cover a bunch of games that are kind of fishy themed or that you play as a fish, and we're not talking about games where fishing is a mechanic that's going to be a separate episode that we'll do um that may need to be two episodes even because there's a lot of games that are either fishing as a game or that have a fishing mechanic in them so many right yeah like every
0: like so many (laughs)
2: so many games uh but yeah so this one's basically just going to be games that are like fish adjacent or fish games so we'll get into that so I want to get started, kind of, we're doing it a little bit chronologically, kind of, mm. but I'm more just theming it, whereas, like, games you play as a fish are our, is our very first theme. And this game that I'm going to talk about first, I think predates you guys. It's from uh, ni- yeah, 1986. <laughs> <yet>. Yeah. <laughs> so there may have been fish Amber's games. My parents weren't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's that hilarious. not true, actually. <laughs> I was messing. That's That's hilarious.
0: Um, But yeah, so
2: this is, I don't know if it's the first fish game that ever existed, but it's definitely the first fish game I played. Like I had this game as a kid and I played (laughs) it so much. I had it on the Commodore 64. Do you guys like, you guys have heard of a Commodore 64 before?
0: It was like a home computer.
2: It had floppy disks (laughs) that were like the big size, like five and a half inch floppy disks or whatever. 5.25 inch. Oh my (laughs) gosh.
1: I'm looking at it right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's It's an old computer. It was my, my first computer that I ever had was a Commodore 64 that my parents got like secondhand. So, and it was just video games. It was like how I learned how to play video games was this thing, this thing in the NES. Um, but the first game that I ever played that was a fish game was called Odell Lake, made by a company called Mech, and it came out in 1986. Um, it's an edutainment game, so like think Oregon Trail or whatever, mm-hmm. any of those kinds of like games you would play in school on the computers at school to teach you about math or something. And this game was to teach kids about ecology. And so the game itself is named after an actual lake in Oregon and kind of like the food web that exists in that lake. Uh, and so you basically you pick character you're going to play at at the start so you pick to play as like a dolly varden which is why that was the species that our, our <laughs> guest spoke about this morning uh, i didn't know that that was, <laughs> i didn't know that was a fish that really existed until i was a little bit older i thought it was like a joke in the game when i was a kid <laughs> of course who wouldn't think that was a joke? i didn't know it was a real fish uh but yeah you you play as a fish you pick a species and then as you play the game, you interact with other animals in the lake, and you have to decide what you're going to do. Are you going to eat that? You're going to run away? Are you going to like, you know, in- ignore it? And so you may make get eaten, or you may succeed and like survive. So it was kind of a fun little edutainment game, and I learned a lot. I feel like maybe that's what got me hooked on fish in the first place. So. <laughs>
0: Wow, and, yeah, you're totally right about the Oregon Trail vibes. It's very Oregon traily. And the sound is, like, upsetting. Like, it just, like, hits your ears with, like, this horrible screech. And I'm like, yeah. man.
2: <laughs> the beeps and the boops, for sure. The
0: and boops. So, yeah. But that is cool. So I guess you learn a little bit about what you should and should need if you're a fishy.
2: Yeah, definitely. And then there was the the sequel to that game was called Odell Down Under, which came out in the 90s, 94. Down and, Under? yeah exactly and it's basically the sequel it's another edutainment game but instead of taking place in a freshwater lake in the u.s this takes place in the great barrier reef Um, and so you get to play as like way more animals not just fish which that's fine i guess (laughs) but um, you get to play as a lot different stuff so did you guys get to like kind of check out and like see some videos etc of these games i would never expect you to find them and play them
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Amber. What? What about you? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I watched like a couple of the videos, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like it definitely, especially the first one. It reminded me of like Organ Trail because I remember playing that on the computer at like school. And I'm just like, "Oh, it's like really like, and it's funny because I feel like I've also coded a game like this where it's oh, just like fun. Oh, if you choose, Ooh. yeah. So like, it's kind of like one of those like choice type of games were like oh if you make like this choice you go on to like this or whatever this happens so mm-hmm. it's like really cool um to have like something as simple as that and then seeing like how you know when we get to like the bottom of this list how complicated like games have gotten
2: yeah it's true right <laughs>
0: oh, <for sure. laughs> And this one, like, you basically, like, fu- like uh, you click around and, like, it follows, like, your cursor, which is, like, a little bit different than it seemed like with the other game. You're just, like, clicking all over the screen. It's a little bit hard to tell what's going on because it's not so 3D. It seems mm-hmm. it's kind of 2D-ish. But, like, yeah, you could just click on. It just follows you around. So, like, you can just click on whoever you want to eat. Or I guess something can eat you, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think so, yeah.
2: And, like, it, I think the music is a little bit better in this game, too. <laughs> it's not so beepy and boopy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it gets it gets progressively better with each one <laughs>
1: with For each sure. game
0: as you go into the future mm-hmm. so i like didn't know because like at the end of this at least like the gameplay that we watch mm-hmm. um the large liar tail coral trout like ate the ate your fish
2: <laughs> oh i'm not <laughs> I sure I was
0: surprised by that i mean but oh. i guess they're big enough they would maybe eat yeah it's a grouper so i guess yeah they would do it
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just Gruper. never heard
0: that I've never heard of it called a lyre tarot coral trout before.
2: I don't know, man. Record. The Aussies have weird names for some of their stuff. <laughs> okay, maybe that's what it is. Like, they call uh, the sand tiger shark a gray nurse shark. Oh. Great. Oh, okay. Even though it's not a nurse shark or even closely related to a nurse shark, they call them gray nurse sharks. So whenever you hear uh, a gray nurse shark, it's actually a sand tiger shark. Dad, I'm so confused. I know, Morty Jr., Oh, shoot. OK. So I don't. To yeah, I'd have to look up that liar tail coral, coral trout and see what species that is. But I mean, groupers and trout are not not closely related either. <laughs> that's, right.
0: That's why I was very confused. But I don't know. I was wondering, like, back then, like how. Yeah. Sort of like how uh, good they were about, like, being specific about the species, like how accurate they were. Yeah, it's a good question.
2: Around. It's an edutainment game. So you would think that it would need to be like some bit of accuracy in there but i'm not sure so yeah and i think we'll try to share some like uh youtube clips and such when these episodes come out so people can check them out for themselves but they're fun little games i think that at the very least odell lake you can probably find to play in a browser um but much like most things that I thought were cool when I was a kid, I went back and played this game on like an Apple II emulator, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. And I was like, this sucks.
1: <laughs> this is
2: not nearly as fun as I, I remember. Was it hard actually? Cause I feel
1: like that happens a lot with like
2: older games. Yeah. It was just kind of like really slow paced. And then I was like, all right, well, I guess I got eaten by, you know, whatever fish. Okay. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) It just, I just, you know, it's kind of like if you played N64 games when you were a kid and then you look at them now and you're like, how did I think this looked nice? It looked like like, total garbage. Yeah, and just polygonal like like crazy and I'm just like I was so immersed in this game when I was a kid I got like I'd play like Turok 2 and get motion sickness and I'm just like (laughs) why did I feel that way you know it's so so real I imagine this Odell lake is some like real looking lake but it just looks like like five eight bit fish you know (laughs) and a bunch of beeps and boops (laughs) (laughs) But they're still still fun. It's fun as like a little edutainment thing. I don't know that we have anything like that today, really. So Um, but yeah, so those are the kind of the first two games that I remember playing as a kid that were like fish adjacent. Um, The next one is, again, a little bit fish adjacent. Uh, (laughs) The game is called Evo Search for Eden. Have you guys ever heard of this game? No, this was one that when I was making this list, my husband's like, you
0: have to include this game (laughs)
2: because he's obsessed with this game. So you guys know the developer Enix, right? You've heard of the company Enix.
1: Is it like Square Enix?
2: Yeah, it used to be its own company and then Square took them over or like they merged. So they've always made these like really popular like games in japan for sure Mm -hmm. um and this game got released in the u.s and it's like a very crunchy rpg that's like definitely not for everyone but um the whole idea is that like you kind of start as a fish and you go through and like have these little kind of rpg battles with other animals so like um it's an action RPG. So it's not like you're having turn-based stuff, but you like, you know, bite jellyfish and then you get points and you get enough points that you can evolve. And so you can choose what parts of your fish body that you want to evolve. And eventually you turn into a different animal. So, um, but yeah, you go through different time periods. So the first couple, like the Cambrian and the Ordovician, you're kind of like a fishy like guy, which is kind of fun. Um, And so you, you just kind of learn a little bit about evolution, but it's very loose, right? It's not like an educational (laughs) game, but it is very much based on like the kind of, yeah, Yeah, loosely based on evolution but it's kind of fun like i played it many many years ago as a as a kid so it's kind of fun but i guess it just introduces you to the concept of it but
0: that's about it right like because you're just like this guy crawl. it's like the same organism evolves like so many times yeah yeah
2: yeah (laughs) and you like literally grow new things as the same animal right so (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) not quite how it works Yeah, so but it's it's a cute game. Like the art style is kind of cute. You get to be a little fish guy, so it's kind of cute. It reminded
0: me of like arcade games that I used to play when I was a kid. Like when I lived in the Bronx for a little bit in New York, and like we would like run down to the pizza shop and they would have like this game called Metal Slug that I used to love. Oh man, I remember Metal Metal Slug. Slug. It reminds me of that for some reason. (laughs)
2: Oh boy, Metal. It's kind of like the the art style is not that different, but yeah, Yeah. Metal Metal Slug totally. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, did you have any thoughts on this game, Amber?
1: Yeah, just looking at like the graphics, it's way better than the last two. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, games on the Super Nintendo looked great, and they still look great today. But I'm a yeah. Super Nintendo stan, so...
1: Yeah, like I could see myself playing this. So, like, you gotta be like a freaking dinosaur. That's amazing.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I just love when you're a dinosaur, you're just taking bites out of the other dinosaurs in the game. You're just like, chomp, (laughs) chomp, chomp. It's great. Mm -hmm. So, it's a fun little game for sure. Uh, The story is very weird. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. typical. I saw that a little bit. I was just like,
1: huh, okay. Like,
0: (laughs) it's really like you started the universe, right? Like this whole thing at the beginning. And then there's like some sort of goddess. Yeah, it's really mystical. <laughs> I think you
2: end up like evolving and eventually becoming that goddess's partner. That's the whole idea. What? You start as a fish and She's then you're raising. End... <laughs> a... <laughs> like, you get to be my lover in the future. Yeah, so.
0: Raising a lover. You're yeah, just yeah, a tiny yeah. egg now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's something so you'll one weird. You'll
0: like be that. my boo.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so weird. But yeah, so that's that game. and I think the next one we were going to talk about is a game called I Am Fish. Which is a sequel to I Am Bread. Have you guys did you guys hear of that? Either of those games before I put them on this list? I mm-hmm.
0: only heard about I Am Bread because I did like I saw I saw that it, like I saw it saw underneath the game or something. I was like, what? There's another one. <laughs> yeah,
2: I Am Bread is a weird game. So, like, this is basically just a physics based game where you play as like a fish trying to escape from wherever you're at back into the ocean or a body of water. Oh, from the um, dentist. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so, like Finding Nemo, yeah, right? It really is a lot like Finding Nemo. Um, but the weird connection between these two games is that like the weird sentient bread is what gets fed to these fish to make them the way that they are. They become like sentient fish that want to like escape. So they're in like a water filled hamster ball okay. or whatever. It's just so weird. So I was one trying of the-
0: to understand that when I was watching it and I was like, they were just chilling. And then all of a sudden this lady feeds them this wiggling bread and like, all of a sudden the <laughs> fish are like, we're getting the, out of here <laughs> yeah
2: it's the bread from i am bread i think or something related to that so but yeah um but yeah it's, it's a cute kind of game it's a physics game so the fish can die if you break their little bubble thing if they fall from too high their little hamster ball will shatter but oh, oh yeah. i saw
0: that happen also <laughs> like i guess i was like I don't know why I feel like it's like a Maslow's hierarchy of needs like the fish of all the food they want and then they're like all right now we're on to like higher greater greater levels of thought or something maybe that's too much of a stretch <laughs> that's what i thought of
2: <laughs> I don't think the devs were like let's they had that on their little chart <laughs> the hierarchy of needs brand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I was gonna say too I loved like so the start of it's like kind of like a cool like cinematic thing and I liked it like the voices were very clear like it was just kind of like very soothing to to watch and because the gameplay is not that long um, and so I mean maybe it's long if you just are really bad at the game <laughs> but it seems like it's not that long um, but it's like really good music uh, which I think is kind of nice I don't know I think having good music accompaniment is really nice
1: mm-hmm. yeah I totally agree with that
2: for sure yeah, any other thoughts about I am Fish? It's a fun game. Like I, I have to double check if it's on like Game Pass or anything, but it's a fun game to play. Um, relatively short levels, but it can get a little frustrating figuring out where you need to go, um, without dying. So,
0: so this one is like just to uh, I don't know if you said it or not. but This came out in 2021, so it's like a relatively recent game as opposed yeah. to like the games we were talking about before. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Much <laughs> Again, more jump into now. Yeah, these
2: are basically games where you get to play as a fish. So that's why I'm kind of lumping them all together totally but yeah i'm just gonna see if it's on game pass or anything no it's not <laughs> it's not on game pass so you gotta pay for it i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> I, that's one thing i should have
1: and see if we can
2: <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> yeah it'd be kind of fun a little fish. One of the fish looks like a little piranha wannabe guy. Did you notice yeah. that? He's got a little snaggly tooth guy. It's kind of cute.
0: Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I, I, that's
2: the one thing that I was like, are these supposed to be saltwater fish? And like, why does this goldfish want to go back to the ocean? Like, is it actually trying to commit suicide?
0: That's true. <laughs> is one a flying
2: fish? It kind of looks like a it fish. It kind of looked like that, right? I was looking at them like, these are the most generic fish designs, but it's still cute. Well, the goldfish looks like a little bit like Nemo, too. They they give me his eyes. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on to the last one in this category where you get to play as a fish. This one's probably the biggest fish that you get to play as. (laughs)
0: This is the most insane. (laughs)
2: This game game. is crazy. The game came out in 2020. (laughs) It's called Maneater. Um, you get to play as a bull shark that basically was orphaned because a fisherman killed his mom and like maimed him, and you go around and like just cause the chaos Bambi, basically. Like Bambi. Yeah, yeah,
0: rogue Bambi, rogue Bambi.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's really really funny. And so like you eventually like the the Gulf waters that you're in are like super contaminated or something. There's there is a story to this, but it's you know mostly about the carnage that you're you're doing um but you can get like mutagens to change the traits that you have in the Uh shark you can become like um uh, you can have all these like uh bioluminescent traits and all these different crazy like traits like
0: electroshocks or something yeah 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 yeah.
2: but yeah i i likened it to like imagine if they actually made a sharknado game (laughs) (laughs)
0: like
2: the shark can like go on land and murder people like flop up onto the land and start biting people on the beach etc um And then you also get into fights with like other ocean creatures like orcas and stuff. So yeah. um, and then I think like spoiler alert, the end of the game, the final monster is like this Mosasaur guy or um, like a prehistoric giant monster. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm. you guys probably saw and I don't know if you guys saw trailers for this game when it was first coming out. Like I was super excited for it at the time. You can get it relatively inexpensively now. But did you have any thoughts about the game? Uh, I was just gonna say
0: that I remind—I don't know—I just said it's like GTA Shark. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like running around. You can just indiscriminately kill people, and yeah, like you said, you can go everywhere. So you can just go right on land. I don't know if there's a limit for how long you can be on land, but it's kind of funny.
1: I mean, if you have like mutagens, you could probably just do whatever. Exactly. Like, probably, yeah. Mutate it yeah. so much.
0: I mean, when I was watching the gameplay, one of the things that I thought was kind of funny is I didn't understand how so many boat goers had laser beam guns. Like, <laughs> it's just always people in every single boat have, like, guns with laser beams. I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> but maybe in this world where there's mut- mutagenic sharks like that, that's what people have to do but i just wouldn't be going out on the ocean yeah (laughs) yeah maybe don't
1: fuck with sharks yeah (laughs) really
0: not (laughs) i did think some of the scenery was very beautiful though like there are some like um like you said like polluted areas but there were some areas that were really really pretty so i don't know i liked that part that's all i have to say
2: (laughs) yeah i uh was there a game uh, another game that reminded you of this amber that you had played
1: yeah, like, when I was looking at this and just looking at it now, I'm like, oh, like, there, there is, like, this app game called, like, Hungry Shark, where you just eat as oh. many people as you can. I guess this one actually has, like, a story behind it, which mm-hmm. makes it a lot
2: better, I feel like.
0: <laughs> Seems um, like but- story
2: is in quotes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think the reviews I had seen previously were, like, this game is, like, you know, 10 miles wide, but an inch deep. i love it okay
1: so not as cinematic as i thought it was going to be (laughs) well and
2: i don't know i think it's like kind of amusing right it's just it's not it doesn't take itself super seriously and i think it's just kind of fun to just mess around um it i think as far as like gameplay goes as far as like carnage and destruction it reminds me of one of two other games goat game did you guys oh, ever yeah. play a goat game? Goat Simulator. No. Goat Simulator, thank oh, you. Oh, Goat Simulator? <laughs> yeah, Goat Simulator. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I know so, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Goat Simulator. Or back in the day, there was a game called Burnout, where you could just crash cars for fun. Did you ever play that? No. They, they've tried to, like, make new versions of it, but it's just never been the same. It's basically, it was a racing game, like an arcade racer, but, like the main reason that people would play it as like a party game would be you would just like set up a level where it would have as much destruction as possible and you just like drive your car as quickly as you can into as many things and like whoever did the most like dollar damage won. Um, and it just kind of reminds you of that where this game is just like chaos, you know, chaos in the water. Basically. <laughs> so, But yeah, it's definitely a game. I'd say check it out if you can get it on like epic game store or something like that or it goes on sale a lot it's like an inexpensive game um but yeah check it out so apparently also available on playstation 4 and xbox one
0: that's what this says here
2: yeah it's Uh. it's it's on (laughs) pretty much everything so
0: nice
2: um but yeah any other thoughts about like any of these games where you kind of play as a fish i just
1: feel like some of these i could actually go back and play especially with an emulator like you said oh sure Um, yeah yeah yeah. definitely some of these actually look like they'd be fun to play definitely especially the last two i am fish or man eater yeah
2: yeah yeah definitely (laughs) i am
0: fish i think because yeah i really think the gameplay is like pretty quick so like you could just go in and have fun with it
2: (laughs) yeah and i think it would be something that'd be fun to play like on stream and have people yelling at you the whole time like what are you doing purposely die yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) and then laughing at you when you fail we get josh you can play (laughs) <laughs> all right. That sounds good.
0: i will be terrible. I'm happy to
2: do that. It's all good. Um, so the next category I want to chat about were games that you either like explore underwater as like an underwater being, or you are doing something like scuba or diving or free diving. So there is a whole industry for these games, especially in Japan. Um People in Japan love scuba diving games, I guess. <laughs> so um, <laughs> starting in around 2000, 2001, these games came out called Everblue. So Everblue 1 and 2 were games that came out in the early 2000s. The second one came out in the US, but the first one didn't. Um, and then that company also made the games Endless Ocean and Endless Ocean 2 Blue World, and... Um, they're all kind of very similar games, so I'm kind of lumping them together. But if you guys have specific points about what you've seen in those games, we can chat about that. But they're basically scuba simulators. They have kind of a light story to them that's involving, you know, like a wreck underwater or like a lost civilization or something like that. But um, the animals that are in those are real species that exist and they do a pretty good job modeling the animals um the one thing that bothers me about every single one of those games because it would often be the case that i would watch my husband play you can pet and feed the animals and i'm just like (laughs) don't don't do that (laughs) please don't you're feeding them yeah and like there's dolphins and whatever and you can pet them and it's like don't (laughs) please don't So that would always bother me that you like, I think some of the story involves like feeding or petting the animals. And it's like, don't tell people to touch wild animals, please. (laughs) But yeah, I think you guys got a chance to check out some gameplay anyway. Did you have any thoughts about these games? They're really chill. So like,
0: I guess like for a few of them, you're just like finding selling it yeah finding things in the ocean and selling it yeah um I the I guess the breathing sound isn't that lifelike I said that it was I wrote it down that it was and then I was like it sounds like someone's blowing through a straw so I guess that's what (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's pretty lifelike I don't know it made me I did get I did feel like I was diving though when I was watching the gameplay like it felt like I was underwater so to me that was a kind of a cool relaxing feeling because it was just like oh this feels like something I've done before um, and I personally love the music that they have when you go on land, especially in Everblue Two. I think it's like really funny, <laughs> or not funny. I think it's really enjoyable, and I think mm-hmm. it's funny that that game has put so much atten- so much attention into that uh, music when you go on land to like sell your stuff to local vendors. Yeah, was there anything else I was going to say? Oh yeah um so endless ocean i guess like they because they did it on a Wii at least so they, he was kind of like following the cursor around which i thought was a little bit different mm-hmm. um, and i did find it funny that like you have this option to like talk to your fellow diver which is like as we know is impossible underwater like yeah you just have to come up with <laughs> hand signals and be like yeah All right, like i have no idea what that person said <laughs> um i also thought that at least in Endless Ocean 2, the depth monitor on the side is clutch because it just tells you, like, oh, this is how deep you can actually go in a diving suit. Hashtag submersible for life.
2: I'm sorry, sir. It's time for you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. Rip. <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah. They're, they're kind of fun that way. I think the other thing, I believe it was the Endless Ocean games where as you interact and, like, catalog all the different species any of the land or like semi-terrestrial ones you could actually have like the front of your boat they just chill on the front of your boat so i Mm. remember my husband having like penguins hanging out on the front of his boat (laughs) sometimes (laughs) and it's like uh, you're probably violating some sort of (laughs) international laws but that's okay Mm. but yeah did you have any thoughts yeah (laughs) did you have any thoughts amber about these yeah no
1: especially with the endless ocean i also liked how there's different types of diving that you can do so that's like really cool um because i you can do like cave diving and like you know obviously looking through like wreckage and stuff like that but yeah that's always like my favorite type of games um especially i know we're probably gonna talk about this like subnautica where you always there's always the threat of just you dying underwater which Uh is like the worst thing (laughs) yeah at least in like games like these it's like oh i'm just like chilling but i'm also like indiana jonesing all this
2: and like taking things and whatnot and just adding it to my collection sure for sure yeah no they're fun they're chill vibes and i think it's a matter of like with some of these games you can kind of make what it what the like what you want out of the game you can just hang out and look catalog all the animals if you want and progress the storyline if you want but yeah it's kind of cool that way a spiritual successor i guess kind of or inspired by those games is a game called beyond blue have you guys heard did you hear that game before i put it on here No, this is a game that like, I embarrassed myself at a PAX about. (laughs) So so PAX is a gaming convention. And I think this was a PAX in Boston where I saw an indie develop, the indie developer that makes this game. They had a big, like I had a booth and they had a a screen where this game was playing. Mm. And I Ran over there and I was like What is this I need to talk To you and I I played the game and the whole time Like my husband's sitting next to me and I'm like Oh my god this shark oh my god this animal And like the animals are all pretty accurate So I just started Fangirling like crazy and then i just harassed them nonstop on social media until the game came out i was very excited about it <laughs> oh my so, god <laughs> uh, yeah so i got to back <laughs> yeah 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 it was uh i it was a lot i'm sure i was a lot for those folks but i was like they they actually worked with like you know, science folks to like make sure they had some accuracy in the species in the game. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of like a futuristic stuff in it. So there's a bit of a light story to it as far as like um, trying to figure out some science stuff and not all the tech exists for in real life, kind of like in the the some of the games that we talked about before. But it's just kind of pretty. Um, the species are really good, but uh, I, I enjoy that game a lot. So did you guys have any thoughts on it? Yeah,
0: the um, so the like the submarine that they're in, it looks like Subnautica, like looks Mm -hmm. very similar to that. Sure. It's like, yeah, like it's very futuristic, like tons of glass. Right. Um, but no, I, I think the thing I loved about it was like the narration and the voices are like super clear, which I found like very soothing for some reason. Um, and it's just like it's fine. Like you don't have to make every part of it be realistically like you're diving. Like some, some of it can be like, oh, you have an piece. in, even though that's not really a thing that they do with scuba diving. And yeah, I don't know. I think it really captured like the majesty of the wildlife. Like it just kind of like points out things and there's like interesting observations and the music is a, is a true vibe. So I always love some good music
2: definitely and there's like some pretty good educational stuff in the game itself like if you want to learn some stuff about ocean critters that's a great game to do that in yeah and i just
1: want to say that the soundtrack is on vinyl so it is anyone- i yeah. <laughs> i was like oh my god yeah because the music is like really nice so i was just like wow this is again gonna just listen to it on vinyl and (laughs) just like close my eyes and pretend i'm like underwater
2: (laughs) and this company like does some cool like social justice type things too they had a game that came out the game that came out before this i think was called never alone and it's about uh indigenous people in the north and Mm it was based on some like actual stories from indigenous folks. And they had like indigenous folks working on the game and consulting on the game. So it was kind of cool. So I -hmm. think they did similar stuff with this game as well. So. uh, And
1: I also read, um, Oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah. I was going to say that. I think the protagonist of this game is not a white dude. So. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was, I also read that this was inspired by planet earth.
2: Oh yeah, like for the sure.
1: Documentary series. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool, and it like makes a lot of sense.
2: Definitely, definitely. Cool. Um, all right. So the next game in this topic that we're going to talk about is Ab- Abzu. Mm-hmm. I believe it's pronounced Abzu. Ooh. Have Have either of you guys played this game? I, I bought it how oh, did bought you it, but I okay. didn't play it this game is another game that i fangirled about when it was coming out and i was very excited and i was like bothering the developer about it on social media i guess that's a thing that i do sorry hey, i found your home address just that <laughs> well, i drop by with cookies I, i'm not doxing anybody but i am like uh, i want to play this game um but yeah i, I was just cute um i, think I, I wanna, like,
0: go find your like look through your old twitter and just like yeah. see what you were talking yeah, about yeah
2: yeah yeah definitely Sorry, no that. you're good <laughs> um but think of kind of underwater journey the game journey that came mm-hmm. out on the playstation with four three yes. i don't know when that came out um it's kind of like a chill game the fish are very stylized like it's a very specific art style with this game mm-hmm. but the fish are accurate like they you can see that stylized fish and be like i know what that is if you know fish maybe if you're not a fish person maybe not but me i'm like uh. then what are you doing here <laughs> yeah. i'm just kidding <laughs> we're helping them learn yes we are but it's a it's a pretty chill game in general but there's like a a light story in the game throughout the game maybe more so than journey so but yeah did you guys have any thoughts on this game uh just that um yeah the journey i think
0: the thing that makes it feel like journey besides yeah, the fact that you really can't talk to anyone or whatever. Like
2: Yeah, no talking, which is nice. No,
0: yeah, there's no like really narration or anything. Like it's just all discovery. But um the music, it's like the same sort of epic, like I don't know, it's just very like ethereal type music that's like I don't know, it's very like uh kind of like draws on your emotions a little bit and stuff like that. So yeah, it's very it's a very beautiful game. I'm
2: definitely gonna play it on my 49 inch widescreen. i think that yeah be i strongly <laughs> recommend it there's some like really epic cinematic like events that happen in the game where like you know you get to a certain part and everything just opens up and you just see like Ooh. the vastness of the ocean in front of you and it's crazy so it's oh, very man. cool maybe yeah. i'll have jess do it <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> it's cool though but yeah Um, I think it would be a fun game maybe to play on stream too because we can nerd out about all the different Mm. fish. Yeah. And I don't think it
1: requires like a whole lot, especially Mm -hmm. if it's like similar to Journey. And I just want to say like Journey changed my entire life. What? Really? Yeah, I remember playing that game like my husband and I and I played it first and I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is freaking amazing. And maybe it was just because I was kind of in a bad place back then. Mm -hmm. But Mm. like it just makes you... Because there's like a little story behind it where it's like the fall of a civilization, but there's like still hope.
2: Yeah. And right. so that
1: like really helped me. Like, I don't know. It's just like helped my mood, I guess. That's like cool. Kind of,
0: yeah. It really is an emotional game, right? Yeah. Like It's very, it's great. I agree with you. It's such a good playthrough.
2: I would say that like the company that made Abzu or the developers that made Abzu, their other games are not necessarily fish adjacent or they're kind of fishy or not but i'd recommend any of the games that those guys make giant squid Mm. makes great games so shout out to you guys shout out giant squid yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly so the next game on the list is something i know next to nothing about because it's something i've been meaning to play but i'm too (laughs) i'm too scared so josh do you want to take this because you've played this game a lot right sure amber have you played this game or no
1: um i've watched my sister play this game a lot
0: oh okay cool i played through so i played through subnautica and subnautica 2 and it's because my brother like turned me on to the game He was like dude i i will like he's like i'll do anything if you play this game so <laughs> i was like all right cool dude um so i started playing it and it's an underwater survival game so basically like you come in as like i i guess a human and you crash land like your ship like i don't know what happens you hit a meteor or something and you crash land on this like completely almost all ocean filled planet and you realize very quickly that none of the animals are uh, what you see on Earth. So there's like, you know, fish with single eyes and all these different things. Uh, it's all aliens. And so basically it's a survival game. So you're sort of building your way up from having like a tiny little pod where you start to having like basically like your own underwater like station um, and you're slowly working your way through the game. And eventually like the whole idea is you're trying to get your, make your way back off the planet. Um, but it is, it is it's very enjoyable. There's tons of speculative that speculative kind of like um, creatures that they make. And I guess you wrote xenobiology. What do you yeah. mean
2: by that? So xenobiology is just alien biology.
0: Yeah, okay. So there's plenty yeah. of that, right? Like they sort of like they take what we know and then they just kind of add little things. Like for the most part, you can find – um each like you can find a creature and be like oh that's kind of like this other creature like there's some creatures that are clearly like some sort of like manatee so like you know they just the way they do it is like they kind of just there's always like one that's kind of similar to one that you'd find on earth or something like that but the game is beautiful i will say there are absolutely scary parts um especially when you go diving deep and when you go to certain areas there's like scary creatures that could just end your life and that is terrifying and also like if you're wearing like headphones which i hope you're wearing headphones if you're gaming but like it's the noises are scary like they scare like some of the roaring and stuff like freaks you out a little bit so um yeah it's it's definitely a good time highly highly recommend the game i I played both and i love them both so
2: maybe uh Amber or myself should try playing it on stream and then we can oh, cry. Screams, I, cry. Would love that. <laughs> cry I would love
0: <laughs> that. I would love that so much. I'll <laughs> uh, oh, just like, panic. I,
1: yeah. I think of like the clips with like that I've seen people post where it's like they come <laughs> into contact with, I think it's called the Reaper. Uh huh. But it's basically just like this like ginormous, like scary ass creature. It has like, these claws or like tentacles in front of its face it's like a red face or whatever oh with, like, i've seen that eyes. clip it's like a spider-ish like fish or whatever yeah and it'll just come up and like kill them and the you are dead from like that one game <laughs> <day>. will <laughs> pop up and will just that's like funny. yeah i'm not into this
2: <laughs> yeah that's so funny
0: i mean the rest of it is super fun but yeah i will say like one thing that is kind of like funny is like early on in the game like you need to constantly keep up your like uh, your hunger and and mm, thirst, right? And so the way you have to try to make water in the game is like it just gets sometimes you can just be unlucky, <laughs> and you're really thirsty and you're trying to find like the fish that you need to like make a bottle of water so you could survive. And like that happened to me once where I was like desperately trying to find those fish. But once you kind of get on top of it and you start storing up resources, it's pretty it's pretty fun. So.
1: That's cool. And I think yeah. there's an option to not have to worry about, like, food or water, I believe. Or at least from, like, what I read about, like, Subnautica.
0: Oh, yeah. like, you could choose the
2: difficulty where you don't have to worry about food or mm-hmm. water? Yeah.
0: They do oh, that okay. in, like, yeah, they sure. do that in
2: No Man's Sky and stuff, too, as well, which is not a fish game, but that's okay. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, you know, to make these games as broadly appealing as possible to people, they will have different accessibility where you don't have the anxiety of worrying about running out of food or water. Yeah, or you, you just what, like suck and nice. you die. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would get frustrated and then I would quit. But so yeah, we should definitely look into Subnautica to play. And it's just a single player game, right? You can't multiplayer that game. Yeah, you
0: can't multiplayer it. No. Okay, but it's fun. It's exciting. Like it's entertaining enough where watching the gameplay is is totally worth it cool i
2: i have the game i think it's one of those many things on my steam that i don't Mm. have never played (laughs) one (laughs) of the 345 games on my steam that i've never played you know so (laughs) steam sales um but yeah i just had one final honorable mention in this topic and the game is called in other waters and it's a game where it's mostly like you're looking at a menu on like a submarine. That's the whole idea of this game, but there's, it's a xenobiology kind of game. So you're like on an alien planet and you're trying to figure out what's going on with all these different like fish and other organisms. So it's just kind of a fun game. People like it a lot, but it's not entirely on theme, but I just wanted to mention, if folks were interested, they should check out that game and see if it's for them. It's an inexpensive short ish game. So
0: I looked at the gameplay and I was, like, a little bit confused, like, what was going on, Right, I guess. This isn't really, like, my style of game, I don't think. But uh, it is, yeah, it's an interesting, like, approach, I guess, to. I like- think
2: a lot of it is just the story is interesting. It's not so much the gameplay that's the part of it. It's, like, the weird mm. stuff going on in the story. So it's more atmospheric than anything, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: because uh- I guess you're receiving, like, feedback from like as an AI, like from the person that is actually like going out and like doing the observations, which is like really interesting.
2: Yeah. This company also did uh citizen sleeper, which is like a huge game, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's the same kind of game like this. So yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to aquarium simulator games. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't include, there are a lot of these games over time, but most of them haven't stood the test of time or they just haven't been great. Or in the case of one of the ones that we've listed here is Abandonware. So yeah. uh, ostensibly uh, there's been no updates for like almost five years. It's been a long time, but my time is So the first thing <laughs> we'll talk about is Fish Game, which two of the three of us have played now. Josh, you still need to get in and play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so just to let folks know, we got demo keys for this game from a company called A Shell in the Pit Uh, is a Vancouver based uh, developer that this is their first game. Previously, they'd been a company that made music for video games and various other endeavors. And this is their first foray into making a video game, which is kind of cool. And this is a freshwater aquarium simulator. So we... Well, Amber and I both got to play. Amber, do you want to share anything about your experience playing the game and like what looks promising, et cetera?
1: Yeah. And so the first thing that struck me was like the music. So it's like very soothing and like, it just kind of, I don't know, makes you want to like get into the game. Mm -hmm. And so we streamed it on Twitch and like, just going into it, like everything was just like, there were a couple of bugs here and there just because like, it is a demo. Um, so not everything is like perfect. Yeah. Or sorry, beta. Yeah. Um, but it was like even then, like with the instructions and everything, um, it was like really like once you get into it, like you pretty much know like how to go about it. And like I feel like sometimes with games it can get like super complicated and you're just like, I forgot like how to do this or whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but I never felt like that with that game. And everything was just like so pretty, even if it wasn't like super detailed. And again, we're going to get into it with like Mega Aquarium where it looks like things were going to be like super detailed. Mm -hmm. Um, But even with this game, it's
2: just, you know, sort of cute. And I just love it. Yeah, it it seemed really easy to pick up and play. Like it was super impressive to me that like you as someone who hasn't really set up an aquarium at home or anything before, really, right, could Mm -hmm. just pick this up and like start messing with an aquarium which was cool yeah. like and you know the idea is there's different stores you can go to and like get the supplies that you want and set up your tank so it's cool the game does come out on early access on steam on october 22nd so it'll be just It'll have already been out, I think, when uh, when this episode mm. drops. Mm. But um, this is the past. So <laughs> you can definitely one thing that's really helpful for small developers, and I'm not just singling out this developer, but in general, it's very helpful for them if you wishlist games on Steam. So mm, even if you're not cool. necessarily going to purchase a game right away or you're thinking about it, if it's a game you're interested in seeing more of wishlisting is really, really helpful for devs. So definitely go ahead and wish list games that even games that are, we've talked about that you haven't yet purchased or whatever. It's, it's a helpful thing to do. So I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. That's a little, uh, well behind the, the business. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pre-orders for books, you know, it's helpful for the authors mm-hmm. if you pre-order a book. So yeah. Any yeah. other thoughts about fish game before we move on? No. All right cool the next game uh that i was going to talk about is called biotope which unfortunately seems like it's abandoned where, uh it did look kind of promising as a fish aquarium simulator again a freshwater setup um all of these places these systems generally i don't know if there's been a saltwater setup simulator mm. for like a home aquarium. There's a lot of minutiae to deal with there. Right. And like the d- diversity of types of tanks that people have. So I get it. <laughs> There's not a saltwater aquarium simulator out there, but yeah, it, it was kind of a similar game where you just, you're setting up your aquarium and, uh, w- dealing with water chemistry, etc. I think Josh, it looks like you maybe watched some videos about this game.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I liked it because I thought that when you zo- like when you zoom in to click on the fish, like you could see the details pretty good. I mean, it, they don't necessarily look like a crazy life-like when they're moving around, but like they do look lifelike, like just sort of in the way. It almost looks like they pulled like a photo and like put it in there or something. So, yeah, I thought the detail was pretty good. Um, I just thought it, I also just thought it was funny that like the time warp gains money. Like over time, like you just gain money, and I'm guessing it's just because like you're you know in this world you're like going to work and you're working at your job and you're yeah you're getting paid yeah, so yeah i don't know but i mean it seemed like a cool game like the fish do look like realistic swimming around the tank they kind of act like you'd sort of expect not always so i think there was some buggy there were some buggy issues with some of it but uh yeah i'm sad it became abandoned where that's too bad
2: yeah i'm not sure that anything's gonna happen with it now it's like I think a lot of people are pretty angry that they spent money on it <laughs> nothing's oh, happening they spend a lot
0: was there a lot of money
2: oh no i don't i think this game didn't have like dlc or anything like that which no. oh please don't do that i hope no companies do that where it's like oh you want tetras five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> You want more species of crypt cryptocarini <laughs> plants? Uh, Twelve dollars.
0: <laughs> no thanks. Then just do it in real life.
2: <laughs> yeah, loot boxes. Oh, I got a, I got a Java fern. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn it again, Java fern. <laughs> They're so
2: common. I'm looking for Bucephalandras only. But yeah. I
0: just got a Java fern actually in my tank,
2: so don't hate. Don't hate. <laughs> I will hate. <laughs> <laughs> it will probably die. No, it, it should be fine. Java Fern's indestructible. If you kill yeah, it, I'm shrugged. concerned about you. So <laughs> yeah, I know. Who knows, dude? There's New York water—you never know. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, Amber, did you have any thoughts about that game at all?
1: Yeah, I guess when I was talking about Fish Game, I was actually referring to this game. Sorry about that. Oh, you
2: talking about Mega Aquarium? You mean? Yeah,
1: like I was like, oh, it's like so like like detailed, but I was right. like, oh wait, that's a different game. That's a yeah. Tycoon game. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> with Biotope, I was like, yeah, it. Pretty much seems like it's exactly like Fish Game, just super detailed. And just looking at like the pictures, it almost looks like an actual aquarium, like someone mm-hmm. just took a picture of their aqua- aquarium. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's, it is sad that, you know, it didn't come out. But because we, you know, tried out like Fish Game, I think that's like totally fine because I like Fish Game
2: a little bit better. Yeah. I look forward to trying Fish Games more with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Well, the next one on here is Megaquarium, Aquarium, which is something that's been on my radar for a while, but I admittedly have never gotten into. Um, And the whole idea is that it's like a tycoon game. So like Roller Coaster Tycoon or any of those games. I think that's kind of a genre that we can refer to. Um, But this is a public aquarium. Mm. so. There's a couple of DLCs like this game is still supported and like pretty well reviewed in general. Um but yeah, you basically make an aquarium for the public to come and look at. So, did you guys have any thoughts about this game?
1: Yeah, I think this game would make me very stressed out because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. You have to deal with customers. Um so I'm just like, ah, I don't know if I want to do that. I want to focus more on the animals, right? I mean, we all do, right? But yeah, totally we all work somewhat customer service in our roles. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it definitely looks like it starts to get hectic when there's like a lot like when you first start out, there's like one person comes by, I'm guessing like as you make your aquarium more impressive, it's like more people want to come by so it's more christine's walking in and so like
2: (laughs) oh no it's like is christine like analogous with like a fish related karen is that what we're at (laughs) oh no
1: (laughs) no
0: you'd never do that but like you would you would come in to nerd out about fish and then you'd be telling nearby people about the fish so whether they like it or not
2: potentially yeah yeah exactly
0: yeah um but no, like it just gets really hectic because there's like a bunch of people and then like some of them are just like, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry. And so you're like, oh, oh shoot, I should put out like concession stands and, and whatever else. But it is kind of cool because like you could see all the income. So it does kind of feel like you're like running your own actual aquarium. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I do think the downside of this game is like you really can't, at least what, from what I saw, you can't really like zoom in and see the fish in the tank. Yeah, like, the details mm-hmm. are
2: not great. And the tanks are kind of not great looking either. They're just kind of like, here's a, vessel of water and we threw some fish in it yeah yeah Yeah. so i
0: mean i think that they you know i don't know maybe they could do better with that i mean like maybe that's not the purpose of the game the purpose is more like you said like that roller coaster tycoon type i was gonna say age of Empires. that's not really it but it's like you know the 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 idea of like setting up your your whole the whole like atmosphere and everything and like building everything from the ground up and then making it more and more complex is is kind of a cool thing but it's not Mm -hmm. as it's just kind of in the fish genre, but it's not as much about the fish, I guess.
2: Yeah, I I think so.
0: It probably does help to know a lot about like, because like the pumps and everything like that that you add, like there's a lot of detail
2: there. Yeah.
0: So there is that I, not to take away from.
2: I think we, we need to try this game though. I think it's like, we need to try it and see what it looks like with the life support systems and everything. I think it might be fun. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen any of those videos of, Like there's this one guy that like plays these kinds of games and just breaks them. Have you ever seen those? I can't Hmm. remember the YouTube channel name, but he'll take like that zoo game and like just 64,000 giraffes in one crate, you know, and it's like, what happens to them? And so I I think it would be really funny to see like, you know, testing the limits of the game and like making it a ridiculous single aquarium that has like 15,000 hippo tanks in it. (laughs)
1: yeah and then all the tanks just explode on impact and all the fish
2: (laughs) well did you guys ever play zoo tycoon and like let the animals out and have the people get attacked no, no. I've, heard oh, of that. <laughs> I've definitely done that oh i, I definitely did, did that <laughs> <laughs> i definitely have done that because there that was, was a zoo funny. tycoon game that had an update that had dinosaurs and i was like oh this is gonna oh. be i can't
0: <laughs> wait <laughs> oops I, I seem to have left the t-rex exhibit <laughs> open yep, <laughs> i did that a
2: couple times or like you have a whole lot of lionesses and you just let them all loose and let them have fun oh (laughs) yeah definitely so half price
0: off the zoo today and then
2: everyone runs in yeah it's like oh we don't have money for food just like let people in for free but yeah it might be fun to try that out and see how that goes on stream or something all right so our next uh our next one is all about weird outliers slash honorary mentions we have two games on this Uh, i'm actually going to talk about the second one on this list first because it's the less weird one it's just kind of a mobile game so the first game is magikarp jump magikarp's a pokemon so if you know pokemon everybody knows who magikarp is he's kind of the useless carp pokemon exactly (laughs) but he's cute and he evolves into a very scary dragon
0: Pokemon. Yeah, the one uh, that you see in Subnautica, it looks kind of like that, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It's into
2: Gyarados. Um, but yeah, so this is just kind of a virtual pet game that's on mobile. Um, you catch a Magikarp and you keep him in a pond. You can make his pond all pretty. There are different colors and like patterns of Magikarp you can catch. And then you train them to be the best jumper because that's the only thing Magikarp <laughs> can do. And so the whole thing in the game is that Magikarp jumps really high in the sky and then comes back down in craters in the ground, somehow doesn't die. <laughs> and uh, and then you're, you're basically instead of doing a Pokemon battle, you're doing a Magikarp jump battle where like yeah. the other trainer has a Magikarp as well and they may or may not be better at jumping. So that's just kind of the whole game. It's very random and lighthearted, but it's weird.
0: Yeah, it's cute. I like it. It just because I just liked Pokemon so much so it does just make me happy.
2: Yeah. I don't know. uh, Did you play this game when it came out? Because I really played this game a lot when it came out. Okay, I don't I'm assuming it's still available. I didn't check, but uh, it was a fun little mobile game that you could play for free. So, yeah. yeah,
1: it's just hard for me to get into Pokemon games
2: i don't really? recommend i Ever? don't recommend it now
0: oh yeah. <laughs> uh, wow no I, that was probably like while people were playing all sorts of other games like i didn't have a lot of consoles but i did get game boy games yep and like pokemon was just like my jam so like i played just a like, way too many hours of pokemon and then like i didn't play all these other games
2: <laughs> Yeah, it went down for a yeah i played a lot of pokemon but like i don't recommend getting into it now it's not it hasn't changed <laughs> i can't yeah. i can't
0: memorize all the pokemon now there's like eighty thousand of them yeah and now yeah. it's like
2: a haunted set of keys is a pokemon you know it's like they've run yes. out or like literally a bag of trash and it's yeah, just like okay notebook
0: oh a yeah. you mean trabage yeah. the hybrid Tr- between trash and garbage garbage
2: rubbish yeah Trubish. and it evolves into more garbage so it's just oh, like, no. come on! They really yeah.
0: did run out of ideas. They
2: did, yeah. Set of but keys. I think they took
0: every animal in the entire animal kingdom that you could think of, and they made it a Pokemon. Like I'm sure there's like a water bear Pokemon. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have like,
2: like yeah, a corgi Pokemon. Yeah, they do.
0: oh uh, it's like crazy. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Now they're getting into dog breeds. So, yes. all right. <laughs> so our last, epi- uh, last episode, our last game, we're going to talk about. Is a very very <laughs> weird game, maybe the <laughs> weirdest fish game when you ask someone about fish games. Now, had you guys heard of this game before I put it on here, and I had you guys watch the video, you'd never heard anything about it. No, it looks no. cursed.
0: Yeah, we really? need some sort of yes. warning. Ahead oh, of time Sorry,
2: I should have put <laughs> like game. nsFw on it or something. Like
0: warning for like <laughs> so triggering or something.
2: This is like the heyday of the Dreamcast in like the late nineties, early two thousands. It was such a weird time for games. So this game is called. Seaman uh, S-E-A-M-A-N Seaman, don't get any ideas <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
2: it is a virtual pet game that came out in 2000 in the US for uh, the Dreamcast and eventually it came out for the Playstation 2 as well I think but it's a really really weird game you basically start with a little egg dude and then your egg hatches into like a tadpole fish kind of dude and then he turns into a fish and then eventually he evolves into a frog somehow Um, But it uses a a microphone attachment for your controller where you can have a conversation with your little (laughs) seaman dude and he's got like an attitude. It's really, really strange. The marketing like I may have to find for you guys ads, the TV ads they used to air to promote this game because it they're so inappropriate and strange and yeah Leonard Nimoy does the voiceover at the start of the game it's so weird like so random Um, but yeah you guys watched some video of it what did you think about the game
1: (laughs) yeah like to me I was just like wow like this game just looks like I don't know like it just looks kooky like I don't know if like people played it for enjoyment I mean they probably did but I was just reading over like the gameplay and it's just like you begin your life as a mushroomer or something like that. So you have this like flagellum and then optic organ and you lack a face. And then as you like progress, I guess what happens is like you're a parasite and you get eaten by something, but then you like eat your way out of that thing. And so I'm kind of just like, what is like going on? Like, I don't understand like the story, like, or anything. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, it's just looking at images of it too. It's a fish with like a human face. And that to me is like a big no, no. A human face and
2: like a deep human male voice. Yes. And like, he'll ask you things like, are you cheating on your girlfriend? Oh my God. (sighs) He'll say, he's like, you can tell me. You can tell me if you have someone on the side. It's okay. And it's just really, really, really strange things where, and like this is, you know, 2000. So, you know, almost 25 years ago now. So the voice recognition is not great. And Mm. it doesn't help that the voice recognition was like coded into English from Japanese. And so it's really not fantastic in general. I don't know if you guys ever played the game Hey You Pikachu. But uh, I used to call that game, fuck you, Pikachu, because it never would listen to me. Like, it, co- <laughs> it could not understand what I was saying. Um, but yeah, it, it was kind of weird where you would just have he would talk to you and like want interaction with you. And then he would just randomly die. You'd be like doing fine. And Seaman is growing and he's got legs now. <laughs> and then he just <laughs> croaks. Literally, he's dead. Um <laughs> Yeah. And they did make a sequel to this game, but it never came out in the U.S. because it didn't do incredibly well here in this country. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure for Western audiences who this game is for. Like, I'm just really not sure who this game is for. So, um, yeah, so it never came out. But like at the end of the game, spoiler, he fully evolves into a frog and then he leaves. So, uh, okay. yeah, he's like, see you later. See you in Seaman 2. But a frog probably, with like a human face. A frog with yeah. a human face and a tentacle on his head. Oh, probably Jeez.
0: that's why it's probably like you're happy at the end that he left you. Like he's gone. You're like, get out of here.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get this creepy man this out is of like, my house. I,
0: I think, like, out of all the games, like this is worth just looking up to just see how creepy it is. Cause it does, I don't even think our description does it justice. Like, if you look up Seaman Sega Dreamcast, it's just like, so freaky I don't know I mean somehow I liked Thomas the tank engine but maybe those those faces were more welcoming or something and this one's like creepier
2: more welcoming <laughs> I don't know I
0: like Thomas the tank it didn't freak me out that there were faces on the front of trains <laughs> for some reason it didn't freak me out even there the is show.
2: some weird stuff about Thomas the tank engine though like I've read some things about like the one guy that misbehaved and they like walled him up to let him die inside. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to go back and rewatch some of that stuff. That sounds.
2: It's a little weird. I remember reading something about like Thomas the Tank Engine's way darker than we remember. (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, no, Seaman's, I remember this game, like I was just finishing high school when this game came out and it was just like everyone talking about it. Cause the name alone, every, all these high school kids are like, Seaman. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so it was just like, and there was like promotional material everywhere. Like the warning Seaman or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Signage everywhere. That yellow and black sign is like burned in my brain. I'm pretty sure I have this game and I have a Dreamcast, but I don't know if I've played it much. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely- it just
1: looks like one of those games that would be banned. Like you just don't play <laughs> that. They destroyed every copy of it, so you can't play the game.
2: There was rumors that they might make another one, like, oh. but I don't think. I, I think maybe that died with the pandemic. I don't know, but it was like a couple of years before the pandemic. There was like some rumors and i saw like a promotional image where people were like set like have these t-shirts that are like it's back and it's like no please oh, no <laughs> it has a cult following <laughs> i guess it does in japan for sure i don't know about here um i feel like it's been kind of lost to time in north america but uh, definitely in japan there's definitely still a following so okay. any other thoughts about seaman
0: no no thoughts <laughs> get out of here it's definitely
2: not something that can easily be played now so i don't recommend trying to play it because usually when you're trying to like emulate or play a dreamcast game like legitimately the the voice recognition is not going to work so i know what the
0: commercial should be you should be like do you want to not sleep play this before you go to bed
2: <laughs> and it's like i'm assuming not many children got this game because i feel like a parent would like see the box and say see man i'm not buying this for my child yeah
0: i feel like you just be like hey don't tell your parents we're playing right now
2: <laughs> yeah
0: totally like, oh my god
2: it's like all the times you'd play leisure suit larry as a kid and parents weren't allowed to know
0: terrifying i also don't know what
2: that means yeah. oh Legion Suit larry was like a game for adults that was like to- tons of sexual innuendo and stuff but not oh, a fish really? game not a fish game so now we don't talk about we don't talk about non-fish games yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah that was basically what i came up with uh as far as fish games i know we definitely missed some stuff so i apologize feel free to yell at me if you're a dev and i didn't talk about your game but hey give me a key and then we will talk about your game yeah so, man yeah. even we'll for seaman. man Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Give us. Wait, wait,
0: wait. Hang on. Hang on. on. (laughs) What are we doing here?
2: Well, they got to fly us to Japan so we can try the game. That's true.
0: That's true. They do have to fly us to Japan. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. But no, uh, if there's any games we missed, feel free to let us know. We could always do another one of these episodes, but we will do an episode in the future about fishing in games and like the history of fishing in games. But I think that might be fun. But Josh, I may need to lean on you for that because you are more knowledgeable about fishing than I am. Oh yeah,
0: I love fishing. So I'm uh I'm happy to happy to do that.
2: We definitely need more fishing content on the podcast, so
0: Although I went fishing uh, when we were at the Ren Fair, like we stayed at a place where there was like a little pond and I went fishing there for like hours, didn't catch anything. And then my little nephew, we left him with like a piece of a piece of fishing line and a hook and a worm that we like caught. And we we're like, all right, we got to go, like have fun with your parents. And he caught like a yellow perch. And I was like, oh, dude, this wow. guy, nice. he, he showed me up. <laughs> I was pretty impressed. That's
2: hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> cool. Yes. All right. Well, I guess that's pretty much it for this episode. So we wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Great.
0: Thank you for listening to Getting Fishy With It. You can find our website with show notes at gettingfishypod.substack.com. You can find us on Twitter at Getting Fishypod and on Instagram at Getting Fishypod. You can also find us on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching for Getting Fishy With It. If you want to drop us an email, you can send your complaints or adulations or questions to gettingfishypod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Our theme music is Best Time by Fast Sound. and our audio is edited by the amazing, because I forgot to find another word, Amber Park Giardini. We've been getting fishy with it, so keep schooling, my friends, because knowledge is power.